0: Welcome back to Problem Solver Politics. I am your host Cardinellis with Cody the Oracle. Hey everybody. And today we're actually going to be analyzing a potential Biden administration. Okay, as you know, we're big-time supporters of UBI on this channel. This is actually one of the things that birthed the channel, and a lot of people have been asking: Would a Biden presidency be supportive of UBI? Infamously, he had talked to Andrew Yang after the first couple of debates, saying, "Hey, we're gutting the middle class," and seemed to be open to the idea. In his Breakfast Club interview, Andrew Yang has said, "Okay, maybe we'll be. Uh, there's going to be a spot for me in the administration, but now some actual hard." Hard questions have been getting asked of Biden about UBI. One of them specifically was on CNN with Anderson Cooper yesterday. And unfortunately, it is looking dismal. Okay. It is looking dismal, uh, the 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 Biden potential administration's outlook on this. And
1: uh, I don't know how that informs the electoral process. Cody, tell us what's going on. Uh, yeah. Well, as you mentioned, so obviously with Joe Biden not being the presumptive nominee, it appears you would have to imagine the guy Andrew Yang's endorsing is probably the best path moving forward for UBI into the 2020 election. However... If you do some looking into the past of Joe Biden and what he's had to say about UBI. Now, we're going back a little bit here. Uh, by the way, this is kind of funny. It's a Daily Beast article, but anyway, whatever. Who knows what Matt Lewis believes now? But 2017, Joe Biden is against the Universal Basic Income, and he is right. You may have missed it, but the ex-Veep jumped back into the game last week with a diss on UBI. He nails a simple truth. People want to work. And then we also have this article from 2018 saying Joe Biden slams Universal Basic Income. A job is about a lot more than a paycheck. I would say money's about a lot more than wages from work. But hey, who am I to to judge? And then last night, we had Joe Biden on Anderson Cooper. It was a town hall event with Anderson Cooper and uh, Dr. Sanjay Gupta. And I'm going to play the question in a short bit. It's about a five minute an- or a three minute answer he gives. I'm not going to play the whole answer, but I just want to play the, the question he was asked and how he responds to it up front. And we'll get back into talking about it a little more. So again, this was on uh, CNN's town hall with Sanjay Gupta and Anderson Cooper last night. But shout out to Scott Owens for this question, entrepreneur and game developer.
0: Many people believe that very big New Deal type proposals will be needed in order to recover economically and to ensure the health and safety of all Americans. Are you willing to consider universal health care, basic income, and other ideas that perhaps just a few months ago you would have thought to be too ambitious or unnecessary?
1: Well, I didn't think oh. they were too ambitious. I thought that universal health care can be accomplished by providing a public option for yeah. Obamacare, significantly increasing the subsidies for Obamacare. And Cost a lot of money. It costs about $750 billion, but it would provide (laughs) universal care for everyone and everyone with pre-existing conditions. And I also do think there's going to be a need. Look, you have a high entire generation of young people beginning back in in 2000 when when we can keep waiting. The first time I watched this, I'm like, oh, this is going to be the part where he sucks. And then next, let's get to the next yeah. part of the question, which you can see. The question is literally on the, 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 the bottom the of the triangle below him. It's yeah. saying, "What are you, are you now willing to consider other ideas? He goes on in this question to eventually address the idea of incomes for people. However, it's the same Joe Biden message I got in 2017 from him. You know what he says? He goes on to say, well, I think we should look at raising the minimum wage because minimum wage workers, minimum wage workers. what and it's it's the same Joe Biden mess we've been getting for years and it shows the same fundamental i think a fundamental disconnect flaw in well, but it's the disconnect between when people are looking at Like I've been saying for a while, doesn't matter what someone believes politically, a lot of times we'll bring up universal basic income and they'll say, so the millionaires get it or so the drug addicts get it. And it's like, well, no, the the bigger idea is that everybody in between there gets it. Yes, of course, the people that it's like, well, well, maybe don't need $1,000 and people that may misuse the money, but everyone in between gets it. And you'll notice from Joe Biden is in his language. It it often comes to this idea that for some reason, if people are given $1,000 a month, they will just be like, well... People have this, I'll never get this argument. People have this innate will to work. Work is a reward in and of itself. So if I give people money, this innate rewarding experience, they will just forego for some reason and don't worry about it. Forget it. It's crazy to me. I don't get it. Can can we finish playing that clip or is
0: CNN going to come after us for a copyright?
1: Well, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's like a three minute interview. I don't want to run the whole thing. I'll post post the link.
0: Uh, You know, yeah, we'll post the link and we recommend that you guys watch it. But basically, Joe Biden's really good at pulling heartstrings. Okay. He's a very good re- retail politician in that regard. And he brings up a bunch of examples saying, well, you know, now is the time to change our economy and how we, uh, you know, how we uh, uh, approach paying people. Maybe we should give them half pay during, you know, times of crises like this so nobody goes unemployed. Okay. So you're saying like a millionaire is going to get a $500,000 check while the person that only has a minimum wage job is going to get like a $7 an hour check, if at least it's California. You know, I mean, th- that didn't make a lot of sense. But then he did say, you know, it seems like the only time we ever get things done are, are, are when we're in crisis. We got Social Security out of crisis. We got minimum wage out of crisis. We got uh, X, Y, and Z out of crisis. Yeah, we got a lot of bad ideas like the Patriot Act out of crisis well, Again, as five well. things
1: he names. No one, he doesn't bring up UBI as a yeah, potential at any point and during his answer. none of them
0: was UBI. And then finally, the thing that bothered me was he said... You know, we're seeing a lot of people now are waking up. Hopefully this is a wake up call to America because they're seeing, hey, all these supermarket people that are stocking our essential food in supermarkets are just getting minimum wage. A lot of nurses keeping people alive and and hospital staff uh, working in these uh, crisis centers are, are just getting minimum wage. Maybe we need to increase the minimum wage. You know what? There's a whole generation of people out there who are burdened with basically underemployment. He kind of in his... He basically makes the pitch for UBI, essentially. Yeah, he makes the pitch for UBI, saying there's an entire generation of people that have been in trouble, as he called it, ever since they graduated high school or college post 9-11. And our economy has never really uh, completely recovered, which is BS. We've actually had a a, a pretty solid economy, especially for employment the past two years. But that's only two of, like, the past ten, okay? So generally, yes— uh, there's been a big problem with underemployment, especially over the past decade. And, and he lays the foundation literally for the Heidi Briones of this world, literally for the Cardin Ellises and the Cody Comos of this world. These millennials that graduated into a debt economy where they were underemployed and had massive student loan debt. And then he said, to boost this economy, we need the 1940 solution of increased minimum wage. Which everybody knows chases the jobs away to the machines because it's no longer worth it for the company to hire human beings, and and at this point it's just frustrating. Like it, it, it's frustrating that the only thing any politician understands, at, at, at least on on the left side, the only thing any politician understands is an increase in minimum wage which is factually, scientifically proven to kill jobs and depress the economy overall. The soundbite was cool when it started out that, hey, you can't pay somebody less than what we think they're worth. And we all kind of agreed, okay, that that sounds cool, but it's proven to be absolutely disastrous. So I don't know what to do with these people anymore, to be honest with you. The greatest minds... In our society, that are inventing Teslas and PayPal, which revolutionized how we do internet commerce. Okay. Uh, The Elon Musk of this world are like, yeah, this is an inevitability. We got to do this. The Peter Thiels are, we got to do this. The Andrew Yangs are, we got to do this. The Pope, the Pope, yeah, (laughs) the Pope in
1: Spanish. Well, necesitamos el salario universal. Well, that's the last thing I want to get to on this I want to, th- th- that's kind of going on because that's it's one thing to say Joe Biden wasn't for UBI in 2017, but we've all known in the last two or three months just what's going on with the forced closures of businesses, the lockdowns, across yeah. the idea of holy cow. Isn't it crazy how if we have this universal basic income going out to everyone, there's we have more flexibility as a society to like, yeah, if people have the same money, com- some money coming in. You can move things around easier. Not making that pitch. My point being, though, is this: is that a lot of people have come around to Donald Trump was even like, we have to just start sending people checks now, hopefully, and then the American government. I guess you can blame all of them. I blame. I hold them all accountable, but yeah. we might only get one out of these but people. Isn't it weird? But th- still, the, yeah. the point is, the notion of sending direct money to individuals is so popular right now because it really is showing. I mean, we're really learning why it's so good right now. I mean, the again, not talking about that. I am talking about was this? Joe Biden released his. The Biden plan to combat coronavirus and prepare for future global health threats. Now, this plan to combat coronavirus and prepare future health th- threats. Thank you. Um, this is a word. Here we go. American people deserve an urgent, robust and professional response to the growing pandemic and economic health cr- and economic crisis caused by the outbreak. This is why Joe Biden is outlining a plan, too. Now, one of these is a decisive economic response starts with emergency paid leave for all those affected by the outbreak and gives all net all necessary help to workers, families, and small businesses that are hit hard. Make no mistake, this will require an immediate set of ambitious and progressive economic measures and further decisive action to out-address the larger macroeconomic shock from this outbreak. I can't read sometimes. However, that's a lot of jargon to say, basically, yeah. Do you know how many times he mentions people whose businesses were forced shut down by the government? What happens to them? He doesn't really. Uh, what about people that work for not a small business, a large business? My job has just been deemed non-essential and I can't go to work. And do I get any help? No. There is increased help. I'm not saying this is the worst plan ever. But what I'm saying is even when everybody is turning to sending a check to somebody is kind of the solution that works right now. We're seeing Joe Biden. What was he? Eight, 97-year-old Joe Biden or however old he is. Yeah. Um, was 78, right? Anyway, yeah. We're seeing someone who's had the same opinion for years, dug in, just saying like, "Yeah, I, we should raise minimum wage. We should increase some healthcare benefits. We should have better paid leave for sick workers. All things that are fine and good, but it's like everybody's come around to maybe just giving people money is a great answer here, Joe. And we're seeing Joe Biden is. Even when asked point blank, I mean, like you can see it's it's on the screen. What do you say about universal basic income? He won't address the concept. This clearly is something. It, it was like that the Taiwanese
0: reporter that was asking the Other guy th- from the th- World Health Organization, "Hey, well, what about Taiwan?" And he like, you know, bounced around the question. Oh, well, we've already talked we about China. Up. We up oh, oh we time. hung. You know, it's like, to be honest, with you, I really don't know what to do with these people anymore. It's like uh, sometimes I just think that our nation will not progress until the baby boomers just die off. And then out of the ashes of what they've left, a a, a phoenix, a a new generational proverbial phoenix will have to rise from these ashes because these boomers have done just a, a, a damage we cannot fathom because we've kept them alive so long. All the great technological advances that happened in the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s benefited boomers. So they stayed in power. I mean, just like, uh, even, even it, let's just take my church for an example.
1: Or for whatever reason, young people don't trust other young people and old people don't trust young people. Because they no, exist no, and they no, run, no, but they know, don't know. No, hold on, Cody. There's always been that factor. But I'm just going to take
0: my church as an example, so nobody can say I'm using a governmental example. But if you look traditionally in the history of our church, the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles, the Twelve leaders, the council that guides the church, right? The average dude would get appointed in like, you know, his fifties and he'd be in there for, you know, 10, 15 years tops because, you know, people were dying in their sixties and that was just the way of life. But we have continually kept raising the life expectancy of these people so much so that now we have in the in the quorum of uh, of the 12 apostles in our church the same guys that were there when i was a kid so so it's it's like the biden effect we've gotten the senate now the, these these boomers okay that would have in any other 40 year period okay been replaced twice by 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 the simple life expectancy the the, the, the science of attrition Okay, but no, we've kept them alive and their 1950s ideas. I mean, I don't know. I believe you can teach dogs old tricks
1: in fact but these he doesn't have none of these people have lifetime appointments aside from very like i think the supreme court we can vote them out and we choose not yeah we choose i don't subscribe to that these people live in too long philosophy about life i think the bigger problem is we are not seeing there's there's for whatever reason young people younger voters are not trusting younger candidates enough and older voters are definitely not trusting younger candidates at all and yeah that i mean i don't we get to elect them every single year, every, uh. every every two years, depending, right? But there's elections going on somewhere every year, and we get to elect younger representatives, and we don't. We just don't. And you know what happens, though? I will say this. There is a thing where when there is a younger person who makes it far, they're really cringe, like Pete judge or something, and everyone's like, God, yeah, no way I'm voting for a young person, man. You know, like those uh. weird dances and the Pete judge thing. Like, I, I definitely think we haven't had—Obama, by the way, was a good chance. I don't know why— Oh, that's a president. I just think it is interesting. But I don't know. I would also argue that if you look in general, we have seen younger people get into power across the board. There's just been a lot of like, look at the Congress. There's a lot of young Congress people on both sides of the aisle right now. There really is. No. It's just that the thing no, but it's is- it's
0: been a 10-year delay.
1: Yeah, but the, the bigger thing is that like the Speaker of the House, for example, is going to be Nancy Pelosi. Still, I guess Adam Schiff's pretty young for the minority leader of the Senate, right? Oh, gosh. I'm just saying I'm just talking about age I don't know why everything has to be anyway we've gone too far on this I'm going to talk about the last couple things this is basically Adam
0: Schiff is late 60s too
1: this is a whatever the largest thing is this yeah Washington Post, a while ago, during the election, was still going on the primary, still going on, to put this together, should the federal government pay a universal basic income to every American adult? This was long before any pandemic or anything, and you'll see the majority of mainstream Democratic candidates said no. I would say, top of my head, I've definitely seen Bernie Sanders and a couple other people in the no column who have switched their minds over temporarily just during the coronavirus epidemic, right? But this will I want to highlight. Both Fulci Gabbard and Andrew Yang have endorsed Joe Biden. I actually, ugh, I feel... I'm going to be honest. I don't remember if Marion Williams endorsed him or not, but I, I would like to see more heat being turned up on Biden. It's like, dude, we're seeing almost everyone come around to at least short-term UBI right now. And Joe Biden, why isn't Joe Biden throwing his weight very strongly behind the recent bill put forward by uh, Tim, Tim Ryan and Ro Khanna, I believe, out of California? Like, why has that not been like Joe Biden saying, yeah, we should get this done? Why? And I think the reason is because Joe Biden really doesn't seem that interested in UBI on any level. And he really doesn't, and he never has. Yeah. I mean, you can go back years. I mean, he's a he corporatist. Never, he's never come across to it. He's, yeah, but it's just, I don't think if he gets elected, it necessarily will get this country that much closer to UBI. I think the bigger thing would be down-ballot elections, starting that 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 base yeah. of people to move forward and get it done. Because, yeah, dude, someone like Biden gets it. We're going to get the same politics that we had. I think, mean, you know what? I'm doing. a quote. I like AOC's quote. She said paraphrasing kind of here but she said hillary clinton wanted to lower the medicare age to 50 is all the branch to to their progressives and joe biden proposed lowering it to 60 is basically an insult to them like joe biden in many ways is less is further back in time than hillary clinton in a lot of his proposals and it is it's scary to see but it's just in of all times i mean not even to really come out strongly for temper to propose your own economic bill and have to just talk about like sick which is fine paid sick leave but if now isn't when Joe Biden's coming you, but when would it be? I mean, is there going to be another lockdown pandemic, hypothetically, during his tenure that he'd change his mind on at 82 yeah. years old? Like, when, if not now, when would it be for Joe Biden? And I don't know, right? My money's on never with the way things are heading with them. I mean, being asked point blank on television, what do you think about this? And then making a five minute pitch for it and saying, well, we should raise minimum wage and, uh, you know, increase paid sick leave. I mean, it, it, I, I do not know. What question you I mean, yeah, besides from Joe Biden, universal basic income, please answer it. You can get an answer out of him. I and even then, yeah. for the last four years, the answer has been, I don't like it. No. Yeah. So I, I just think
0: I just think young progressives right now have a decision to make. OK. And they've got action that they need to engage in. All right. Because all the young progressives out there, we know that one third of our audience is young progressives. Okay, and I got to say, you're good people. I'll disagree with a lot of the ideas sometimes. But at the end of the day, I think you're getting played by the Democrats because they've allowed you to go out and volunteer for them, work for them, register people. You've been their shock troops for the past decade of my adult life. All right. And any of you guys that embrace UBI, you have not gotten it. So you either need to go out, and if you still want to be a Democrat for some odd reason, run as a good Democrat. Do the Heidi Briones thing, okay? And and inject good ideas in the mainstream, okay? Demand endorsement from Humanity Ford and from these other people who are UBI candidates. A- a- and go out there and, and change your system on that side of the aisle if that's where you want to stay. Either that or just come over to the side that invented UBI, the Republican side. <laughs> but anyway... Um, you also, <laughs> Cody. I had to throw it in. I knew you'd love that, buddy. But um, also, you you need to throw support behind people who are doing this, and, and and demand that the Overton window still be still be there and 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 spoken about. And so, either run yourself, or else support somebody that is, because this is going to be a bottom up thing. This ain't going to be a top down thing. Uh, because I I don't know, it just, it doesn't sink in with these people. That's all I got to say is I've been a little bit really disappointed that it just doesn't sink, sink in with these people, except for ironically, Donald Trump, the closest thing we've gotten to UBI has been our past two, uh, Republican presidents who the media portrays as the exact opposite of UBI. No, I, I'm
1: sorry if. Where's the last time we got I'm sorry if the economy's so far bottomed out. The desperation play was just give people money. I don't know what to do. No, you don't get credit. If, you don't get credit for being in office when the floor falls out of your economy, and the only last de- last chance desperation move is to just send people money directly, and then still have that not work out great. No, sorry, but sorry. that's literally what Joe Biden says. We only do okay. things in a crisis. Well, what I'm saying is, so I'm like, if that's the worst case
0: scenario, well, what I'm saying is that the you- only.
1: Times that's no one gets credit for that. No one gets credit for that. Okay, fine. So, yeah, he's a bad guy, but he put his house out and it was on fire. Yeah, cool. That's great for him. I'm so glad he stopped the bad thing from happening to him. That makes me feel so much different. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. That's not how it works. But I I just want to wrap up. Uh, for the last final time. I'm going to have a link in the description. I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but I had forgotten about until a few minutes ago. Joe Biden actually literally wrote a long... I mean, one of the articles I'd pulled up was what they're talking about, but I forgot this was how, where it came from. Joe Biden wrote a blog post in the Biden Institute basically just saying UBI is not is the sham. I think he, uh, he says, well, I appreciate the concerns from Silicon Valley executives. I mean, I don't know. Sorry, but I just... It just <laughs> Any Silicon seeing,
0: Valley executives in particular? <laughs> is
1: that, but seeing that interview last night, it really just bothered me. I'm like, dude, this Joe Biden... Everybody's talking to you. I was watching Fox News, and they had Tim Ryan on talking about his new bill to send $2,000 to every American who makes less than $125,000 until employment levels recover, not even indefinitely. And this yeah. is a policy that I guess is too out there for Joe Biden to discuss. They'll talk about it on Fox News, but Joe Biden's like, well, it's what is it? I don't know. I'm done. I'm yeah. just— I have to admit, it appears you, I'm looking down ballot for ways to impact UBI. It does not appear Joe Biden. I mean, there's people, and there's I've heard every pitch for Joe well, Biden. I, I totally If you that. want to vote for Joe Biden because of the Supreme Court positions and all that stuff, I get it. But voting for Joe Biden because it'll help further UBI does not seem to be the reality. I'm
0: not saying there's no well, well, other reason this, to vote for
1: him, but, but this doesn't seem to be it. This is not one. But what I'm just
0: saying is a different version of what you say, where you say progressives need their own tea party. Because the
1: Tea Party actually got some stuff. They done. need to get the, just get together you know? and make a stink. Actually actually resist the party and say, look, just because we we run as Democrats and we caucus Democrats doesn't mean you you could take us for granted. You're just gonna look at it and say, Yeah, the Medicare for All stuff's nice, but you'll never get it. I mean, if you want to get stuff done, you have to do things like it's kind of cringe, I know, but hey, the Tea Party shut the government down. Three years later, they got what they wanted. So maybe it you we need to see. And again, I think this gets too. This gets to, I think, that a little bit of, I don't want to say the youth, it's, for whatever reason, the way young people are interacting in politics, how they're getting elected and what's, their, what's what they're doing once they are elected, yeah, we're not seeing this, let's get together and make, let's, um, you know, I guess a crew was raise some hell, but you, you kind of have to do that to get these people to listen. I mean, yeah. there's been people trying to get their dumb bill passed for the last 30 years and they care about what you have to say, you got elected nine months ago. I mean, they, they have to find a way to really make their voice heard and doing... Preferably not as outrageous as shutting down the government, but yeah, it kind of takes the big political stunts to say we're a coalition of voters representing constituents, by the way, not just out, not just outlaws doing we want up in D.C., yeah. I mean, representing what our voters elected us to do. And I think it's one of the things that did annoy me. I thought that, and uh, it's just been, it's one of the reasons why I'm very critical of a lot of stuff going on on both sides of the government right now. The completely bipartisan mudfest that was impeachment really robbed us of about two years of actual... Political yeah, functioning, but n- n- nobody's innocent. By the way, I don't want to hear you. But, but no one's oh, yeah. innocent in that. Oh, yeah. All I'm saying it, it's, is
0: it's evenly split right down the no middle. No one's
1: innocent, but it really did. It really did rob us of a couple of years. So uh, that's still that's just the only reason I bring it up. I don't want to be too hard on some of the most recently elected younger uh, people in office because they did kind of have everything hijacked from them. But hey, that that well, might yeah. that might have been an interesting. There's thing to sailors
0: do. on a boat that is captained by somebody. That would have
1: been a great time, by the way. Uh, and then this is a totally different. We're off topic now. But shutting down the impeachment hearings as a progressive to demand actual people listening to Medicare for All and getting more of that stuff done. Dude, that's true. That would have been a lot more effective than, I don't know what, than, than, than just than I think the AOC method. If I'm kind of tired of this stuff. Whatever, I'm moving on. I think she did say that, though. She said, I'm tired of advocating for this. I want to advocate for Medicare for All. That's important to me. But I don't know. We've gone way off topic. But it, it does seem to your point these old people these 85 young people who will be elected president definitely are not going to get this stuff done it's going to take younger people getting elected further down the ballot who are really making a difference in the congress and in the house and across various state levels to get this stuff moved cuz joe biden is not going to do it i don't think joe, i don't think donald trump is ever going to pass ubi even though he seems more open than joe biden for some reason so it's really going to be a it's going to have to be forced in through the bottom up as you mentioned like a lot of yeah things. so like i literally think i mean run
0: run yourself I mean, if you're a progressive, run yourself. Quit giving corporate Democrats all your time and your money and your attention. Screw them. Run yourself, okay? And um, join the UBI caucus. I-, I think the UBI caucus needs to be very bipartisan, and I-, and I have a lot of hope that it could be. We just interviewed yesterday Heidi Briones, who's going for Oregon District 1. Uh, on Monday, we're going to be interviewing a Republican from Montana that's part of the UBI uh, caucus. If you're progressive, to be honest with you, I don't want you to be a Democrat anymore. I, I think they need to start their own party. No, I do. I think progressives either need to start their own party. I hate seeing people get used, bro. They either need to switch and demand attention from Republicans. And if Republicans don't give it to them, screw them. Um, or they need to start their own party. Because I really, don't really start hate. Your own party don't start your own party I don't know man i i i the tea when was the last did. time
1: starting your own party worked or or, or no no just, when was the last time starting your own party worked in America the um
0: uh, it, it depends on if you're saying your own party like like the tea party technically was a faction of the Republicans so I mean like legitimately own, own party we, we have own. our own we
1: have our own our own there's not a d, you're talking like libertarian there's not a d party. there's not an r or an i next to your name there is an x when was the last time that worked uh, do you know
0: it's it's always been small. Well, last time it worked, uh, we've had libertarians get elected. It's very not often. During the Civil War is when the Republicans okay. came to power. Yeah, we're not, it's not so an, it's like 100 years ago, a 150 not years not a discussion ago. discussion about it. Just don't <laughs> yeah.
1: make your own party. They're going to get... Democrats and Republicans are going to get together and laugh at you and make fun of you and you don't get to sit at the cool kids table. You got to pick a side to make it to the cool kids table. But once you're there, you don't have to you don't have to bow down to these people. I I'm don't saying. know, but I think if you started small, I, you, you'd start small and it would take 20 years. But I, at this point,
0: I think... What, what do we got for 20 years? Progressive progressives have been trying to uh, to I- I inject their ideas in the Democrat Party and they've made made at best incremental minor changes that are kind of okay. insignificant. Separate
1: discussion for a separate issue. This okay, is fine. Fine. Separate discussion. So
0: anyway, let us know what you guys think in the uh, comments below. Uh, follow us on Twitter at PSP Radio mm-hmm. 1 uh, DM us if you guys are running on UBI. Uh, we've been actually uh, interviewing a lot of candidates who are running on UBI and uh, their interactions uh, and their experiences are are very interesting, actually, regardless of party and regardless of uh, geographic location in the nation. It's actually a pretty interesting talk to these people. So let us know what you guys think in the comments below. Follow us on Twitter. This is Problem Solve Politics. We'll see you guys in the next video.